Oh, okay. How 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 are you? How are you uh, enjoying the heat? Um, I'm quite enjoying it. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I recently ascended, and that has made it much more bearable. Oh, well, I mean, I guess the weather would be more manageable if you've not got all that pesky skin and nerves yep. to worry about. The sweat glands. Exactly. None of that to worry about. I am now just vapor. I drift around. Uh, I be part of the humidity. I mean, there is sure is a lot of the humidity around right now, so I guess that makes it easier to be to be a liquid. No more humidity. Now I'm the humidity. Strangers, queer and pleasant. I am the entity formerly known as Janus Magnetdale. Who are you? I'm Laura Kate Magnetdale. We usually say which ones we aren't. You, well, you said which one you now were. In weird backwards world. We are in weird backwards world. It's queer and pleasant strangers. We do skits and silly voices, and we're on day two of a very bad UK heat wave. It's too hot. It's, it was too bad last night that. I couldn't. I I kept forgetting heterosexuals existed. I mean, and there was we all like to forget. There were two characters in a video <laughs> game. They were dating. They were romantic partners, and I kept referring to them as siblings because a heterosexual never heard of them. And they were roommates. Yeah, yeah. I'm joking. Ah, they were roommates. It's about <laughs> time. This is our revenge. Finally, this is the queer agenda. <laughs> it's warm. It is. Uh, so apologies to anyone. For the audio uh, this episode. You may um, well be able to hear a fan, and if that is the case, t- tough luck. There's no way we're turning the fans off. We have uh, two industrial wind machines going at the same time. Well, one of them has a bottle of frozen water in front of it. It does. In the hope of acting kind of like a swamp eater. Yeah. I have periodically been slathering myself in aloe vera gel. And just enjoying the five or so minutes of really nice, genuine coldness. Get in the cold bath, get in the cold water and just be cold for Sky, a sec. Sky and recommended earlier just a, a wet towel over you. Just, just uh, And then the fan pointed at you. That that did me alright for a while, but the towels kept drying. Uh, so yeah, this, stop drying. So this might be a shorter episode than usual, and the audio may be a little, uh, we're in a wind tunnel. But we're doing one. We're yeah. doing it. We do uh, it, because we love you. What have you played this week, Jane? Uh, I have played Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. How, how, how are you doing on the bell curve of feelings about a Lego game? Uh, I haven't touched any of the level levels. Okay. In a week. Is that a good thing? I I am finding that to be a good thing. I, I don't... I I have enjoyed not being in the levels. I've enjoyed going around and pottering around and collecting all the things. I have about five-sixths of the thing. Okay, okay. So I am nearly there. You're, you're getting near the end of the thing and you haven't hated... The, you're not hating it yet. I mean, I haven't gone back into the levels yeah. much. I played a few right near the beginning, but maybe I think the problem there was the fact that I had just been forced through them. Yeah. Um, now I'm just sort of going around gathering up the thing. I've, uh, I've, I've realised 
in 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 an example about how awful being a billionaire is. Right. I earned. Uh, well, basically, while I was unlocking all of the uh, stud multiplier things, I got to one and a half billion studs, mm-hmm. and thought, I don't need any more than that. I'm going to turn them all off. Right. Until I'm doing levels again, and then I'll need them to get true Jedi quickly. Yeah. Right. Since then, I have uh, got to a point where I've done most of the exploring, most of the stuff I can find on my own, and now I'm just going and trying to use the uh, like the, the side missions, uh, like trying to trigger those uh, or, or find those through the menu rather than just going around in the world. Yeah. Um, some cases, like I've already got the um, the rumor. Mm. Uh, in order to activate some of those things, but in some cases I haven't, and I've just been buying the rumors. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously there there are missions to go and do with that, so it's not like it, it's more about finding a quest giver. Yeah. Or finding the thing that help points you towards a quest giver more than uh, a lot of the other stuff. Because part of the problem was I w- I couldn't go and um, like finish a world. Okay. Because some of the uh, quests just weren't yet available. I had to have been somewhere else, spoken to someone, triggered a thing, or earned a particular character on a different world in order to do it. So that was annoying. I couldn't just go, I've 100%ed that place. I will move on to the next place. And even then, like, a lot of the quests will be, I need you to smuggle this to a different planet, or I need you to go to this planet and get me these things. Or kill these droids, or something. Um, so there is a lot of backing and forthing across the galaxy. I dread to think what my air miles are at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think th- this week I have been enjoying it more. I am seeing almost exclusively 1 and 2% uh, of other players have got these quests <laughs> uh, or, or um, achievements at this point. So, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I I guess I will have to go back into the levels at some point and get all the rest of that crap. But right now I've been just enjoying other stuff, even if it is in some cases quite repetitive. Some of the puzzles have been a bit creative. Um, yeah, there's been there's been a few interesting features enough to keep me uh, keep me going on it. Yeah. What about you? What have you played? Um, I'll start with the thing that like I've been continuing to play from previous weeks. Um. I'm really near the end of the quarry. I've been playing it through on stream, letting chat make all the choices. Um, there's not officially a mode for that, but it it's sort of able to be done because you can extend all the timers to be long enough to get around Twitch yeah. delay. But also you can pause at any time and it pauses all timers. Uh, and there's nothing that you can't pause during, which wow. is nice and helpful. Um, but yeah, I'm getting toward the end of, of that super massive choose your own adventure horror game. Uh, and I'm really enjoying it. Yay. Um, I really like the world building they've done with their specific take on the horror monster that is the center of this one. I don't think it's a spoiler to say it's it's werewolves. There's there's a full moon, werewolf stuff happens. But like they take some really interesting directions with how werewolves work in their universe. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you look back on and go, oh, that led to that, and that's what was going on there. There's a lot of, like, things that fall into place very satisfyingly. Mm. And all of the characters are really good 
even if I don't like them as people, I l- find them fascinating as characters. Even the ones I hate, I feel like, are layered, nuanced, fun, interesting kind of hate. Um, I am mainly, like, just... I'm curious how many people are going to survive to the end now. Um, one, one thing I think I talked about when I talked about this game before, but I want to really reiterate, is I like how this separates out surviving and making choices that will keep you alive versus finding hard evidence that means if you survive, can you prove to the police that you are innocent and you did not do all of the fucked up shit that happened at the camp. And I like that distinction and it has created like a very clear understanding of what a certain choice is leading to. Um, And often hard evidence comes after taking a risk that will put your character in a worse position where they might be less likely to survive, but the trade-off is that they're more likely to be able to prove their innocence if they get out. And I like that balancing act. Um, yeah, this is... This is real good. I'm enjoying it a lot. I want to I wanna replay it at some point, but I, I'm nearing the end of the first playthrough and very invested. My only problem with it is that um, it falls into a little bit of some, like, some light tropes around traveler communities having associations with associations with evil or associations with magic and occasionally uses some slurs toward that community. Um, It's not ideal and there is some context for it, but it's still a thing to brace for. So heads up about that. That's that that comes up a couple times toward the end. Uh, what about you? Have you played anything else this week? Not really, no. Well, I should talk about the other thing I put some some good time into Jeez. this week. Power Wash Simulator. Oh yeah, how is that? I'm really enjoying it. Um, if you've not seen it, it's it's just come out like the day we're recording this. I think on on Game Pass, you just have a big jet, a pressure washer, a jet washer. And you get sent out on jobs to go go power wash things. Um, you can go through a career mode where you can like buy new kinds of power washes and new kinds of nozzles and new kinds of soaps and like things that'll help you do the job. And you pick which jobs to go do. And generally, things I like. Uh, there's no timer. There's no limit on amount of water or soap you have. Um, you're not going to accidentally damage things if you go outside the lines. So, like, let's say you're power washing um, a stone path um, n- near some grass, and you accidentally, like, go too far to the side uh, to where the, the grass is. You're not going to, like, damage the grass and get point stocked. It will only let you power wash the things that are power washable. Um, and... I like that it breaks things down into smaller chunks, and when you're close enough to perf- uh, perfectly doing that object, it'll just auto-complete, like, 100% it and go, Sparkle, Flash, you did that thing. So, like, if you got a door to, like, 99.9% completed, it'll just go, it's 100% done, get rid of the brain gremlin so you know at the end it's perfectly done. Uh, it makes it easier as well to, to identify what you have and haven't cleaned. Uh, I like that there is a dedicated button to just highlight anything that is still spots of dirt in glowing orange uh, for a second. 
So if there's a bit that, like, you did it with a big nozzle that was wide-ranging, but, like, not particularly strong, and you sort of weakened it, and you can't see the dirt necessarily anymore, but it still registers as there, you can go, flash it in orange, what bit ha- what bit do you reckon I haven't done? Which helps to... Again, there's a lot of stuff in this that helps get rid of the brain goblins. Um, my only sort of heads up I would give people about this game that I wasn't expecting going in is right from pretty early on, um, the career mode levels are not quick to complete. Um, like, there's one early on that was like 10 minutes long that was just clear off someone's dirt bike, but most of them are like, right from the start of the game it jumps in with, here's a whole fucking house and gazebo and garden and, like, a swing set in the back garden. Go spend, like, one to two hours doing the cleaning job. Like, the levels are not short, and I love that, but also don't don't think of this as a game where you're like, I'll pop in and have ten minutes of satisfying power washing. No, you commit. You commit to power washing thoroughly. Um... But yeah, it's a fun, interesting time. I'm very curious. It seems like maybe the narrative is about to start going some slightly wacky places, and I'm curious about that. Um, I want to play more of it, but yeah, if you want a game in the vein of, like, Lord Mower Simulator, where it's just satisfyingly do the job over time, this is that, but with with a lot less where the fuck is that one tiny bit I missed, or oops, I went slightly outside the line and lost points. Oh. Yeah. You played anything else this week? Uh, no, but there is something we forgot to talk about last week. What did we forget to talk about we last week? We forgot to talk about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Oh yeah, we did. We played through that in co-op in basically a single sitting. Uh, I say basically a single sitting. We stopped mm. We stopped to order stopped an eat pizza. pizza in the middle because m- marketing works. Advertising Apparently is... So. Yeah. Um, although... <laughs> The problem we had is the same problem I had when I was playing solo. We stopped. Because we paused. <laughs> yeah. My controller disconnected. Would not reconnect. Yeah. We, so we I were... had to disconnect from the game and you had to invite me back. Yeah. We were playing online co-op in the same room just having our own screens. And we ended up having you had to drop out of playing and then drop in as a local co-op player over on the Xbox. I mean, I probably could have closed and reopened the app on my computer. Yeah. I think we tried that. We couldn't work out how to, like, it couldn't find my game session. Yeah. But we, we worked it out, and we, we, we played through it in basically one sitting. Yeah. That game's real fun. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely more fun with more people. Yeah, I'd be very curious to play that with a higher player count. Oh. Um, I liked a lot of the, the silly animations. I thought the last couple of bosses, well, all the bosses in general were very fun, but those last couple in particular were some very good spectacle. Um... It's real good. Had you completed it before? Is that your first no. time seeing the end? No, because the last time I got to the final boss, I got to that shredder. Yeah. And my controller disconnected because I'd need to oh. go away for something. Or I think my batteries might have run out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was it. Well, I'm glad that you got to see it through to the end this yeah, time. Yeah, uh, it, It's good fun. Like, if you want a co-op brawler that you can play through in a single setting, it's a pretty fun one. Uh, I think that's everything I've played this week. Well then, (gasps) time for this. Gosh, it's hot, isn't it? Don't worry, we've got some tips to help you out. Oh, us? Don't mind us, we're just opening up new oil and gas sites. Heck, we might even crack out some new fracking tools we've been dying to try out. What's that? 
We knew about climate change four decades ago, but kept on making money instead of taking responsibility. Well, that's just not fair. Every one of us needs to take responsibility. That's why we've printed eight billion leaflets to send to everyone to teach you all about the importance of recycling, which certainly isn't any kind of distraction from the mountains of plastic we keep supplying the raw ingredients for. Shexon, we care. Terms and conditions apply. We accept no responsibility for the damage we may or may not have caused. Is it very hot? Oh, uh-huh. do you have a fan on? Uh, two, in fact. Did you recently find a bug on you? Uh, oh, God. Oh, uh, yes. Uh. Are you now randomly swiping at your body to remove suspected bugs? Uh-huh. 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 Would you like to not do that? Please. Try Bug Shield. It will form a shield around you to ward off the bugs and to keep you tickle-free. It also has aircon. Uh. Bug Shield. That's the good stuff. So, what have you put in your melty, 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 melty eyes? Ah, what have we put in our melty, 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 melty eyes? Uh, we went, I guess this goes in the watch section, we went to Transpride Brighton. We did? We did, we went and got in a big crowd with about 20,000 people and had a big stompy protest march. We shouted at the police. We did shout at the police. We shouted a lot of uh, all the Tories are fascists uh, to, to the Seven Nation Army tune. Shouted all cops are bastards. Yeah. No less than ten feet from the cop. Yeah. We had a good time. Um, you know. Lots and lots of, of leading big shouts and taking up space and feeling like the majority in a in a location. I'm glad that the temperature was like ten degrees lower than it is today. We had a light breeze. Oh yeah, it was lovely. It was a manageable, nice summer's day. It, it was weird because we had like a lot of big heat last week, and then there'd been a lot of chat in our group of, okay, well, we'll we'll try and do the march, and then maybe we might just go straight back to a friend's house after that. But yeah. no, it it wasn't as bad as we had feared it might be. Very manageable. We stuck around for a couple of hours after the march. Yeah. Uh, and then we went back to friend's house for a bit. We did. Um, yeah, what else did we put in our eyes this week, I guess? Well, uh, we've started season two of the Owl House. We have. Uh, I don't have a sense of how far into season two we are. Uh, we're, 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 we're doing pretty far. We're, we're catching up with it. Um, yeah, Owl House is real good. It continues to be real good. Yes. Uh, the last couple of episodes have been fucking dramatic. Yes. Yes, they have. Things are escalating, TM. It it sure feels like a show that knows it has a limited number of seasons and is like, okay, let's get a fucking move on with getting some of those big plot beats happening. Help, help, we're being Netflixed. Yeah, my understanding is I think they're getting one more season and or a film, and then they're done. Wow. So, yeah, they are they are ramping up to, we've we got to get that plot moving. <sighs> Which... It's always a shame, but I'm glad that they know in advance enough that they can start ramping it up in time. I hope they get, like, the new projects that are equally fascinating. Yeah, because, like, the world building in this is great. Yeah. Character work's been really good this season. Yeah. Character design's been really fascinating. Um, character motivations have been real good. Oh, yes. Yeah. If anyone hasn't watched The Owl House... Kid from the human world ends up in a magic world instead of going to summer camp. Shenanigans ensue. It's so good. And it's gay. 
it's good and gay. gay. It's overtly gay. It is canonically in your faceingly gay. You watched anything else this week? I don't think I have, you know. No. It's been a watch late week. I yeah. mean the time that we would have been doing stuff, we we like we left Friday to go to Transbride. And we didn't get back till Sunday evening. Yeah. At which point I recorded a podcast. Indeed. Like, I've, I've watched a lot of, like... I've not watched anything that would require me to have any degree of focus, because I know it's all going to go in one ear and out the other during this heat. Um, I did watch a YouTube video, which is what... I've watched a series of these, but this is the one that I wrote down the title of. Uh, a YouTube video called Hearthstone Player Tries to Guess How Good Yu-Gi-Oh! Cards Are. On the Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, on the YouTube channel Raran. R-A-R-R-A-N. Pardon? I've seen you watch some of these. Yeah, yeah. Basically, people who do not play Yu-Gi-Oh! but play other TCGs try to puzzle out from card text whether a Yu-Gi-Oh! card is good in the competitive metagame based on what knowledge they can gleam about the game and slowly trying to piece together what does or does not make a good card. It's interesting seeing particular TCGs and how their mechanics in, uh, sort of influence interpretations of Yu-Gi-Oh text. Um, like, I, it, I find the Hearthstone player ones really interesting because Hearthstone doesn't have a graveyard in the sense that Yu-Gi-Oh does. A place that destroyed cards go that could theoretically be accessible, that you could bring things back from. Mm. As a digital TCG, it just... Cards that are destroyed just no longer exist in the game. Yeah. And Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, has such a heavy reliance in its current metagame mm. on effects that pop when things are sent to the graveyard, or things being... like The, the graveyard being a second place you can grab stuff from. Yeah. That, like... Hearthstone players have so much trouble internalizing sending things to the graveyard as a cost isn't the worst thing in the world. It's, yeah, it's, it's real interesting watching how people try and get to the answer of whether a card's good based on their knowledge of other TCGs. And yeah, the other thing I've been watching, and I'm not going to spoiler anything here, is I've been keeping my eyes on the ever-evolving situation of Massive, massive leaks of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet information like oh, four months so before much. that game's release. I'm surprised there isn't a playable version available on the Steam Deck yet. I, I genuinely have occasionally Googled going like, has it happened yet? Because I feel like it's going to fucking happen any day here? now. It seems very clear that someone in like localization or testing or some internal department at, at Nintendo or Game Freak has access to a copy of the game that is finished enough to be playable start to finish, has been taking photos and videos and just answering questions online, and it's, uh... Their information is being verified by someone who, for the last couple of Pokemon games, has, like, 100% accurately been leaking information, is going, yeah, the stuff that person's saying is right. So... Yeah, the the floodgates are well and truly open on, on the next Pokemon game, and I'm I'm watching mainly with like morbid fascination about like how the fuck is this person not being shut down? Because they can't be the more they the more they share online, the smaller the net of people in the world becomes who would know all of that information. Hmm. And 
it feels like Nintendo or the Pokemon Company have a very good list to cross-reference of who knows all of this information. And I'm I'm fascinated that they, they haven't been caught yet. It is quite a thing to watch. Uh, well, I wish them luck. Yeah, good, good, good luck to them. They are, they are being brazen. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you watched anything else this week? I watched the new that time on Murder She Wrote by Pushing Up Roses. Oh yes, this is where they do reviews of Murder She Wrote episodes. Indeed, uh, not seemingly not a great episode of, of Murder She Wrote, but beautifully analysed. <laughs> Yeah, and, well, and and really fun. What was this episode about? Uh, this was about somebody. So somebody's writing a comic with a fox version of of Jessica Fletcher, solving crimes. Okay. So, uh, apparently, she has a first persona that we didn't know about, um, and she's unhappy because she didn't know about this. Yeah. And um, then somebody gets upset because a issue of this or a, a, a strip of this went up into the newspaper that wasn't done by the original artist so they're like what the fuck and then also someone has been murdered aha uh-huh. murder murder she wrote uh yeah and um, it's it's a fun analysis as always pushing up roses does an amazing job of of going through those i hope eventually we get one for every episode <laughs> Uh, what about you? Have you watched anything else? I think that's everything. Uh, that's everything I remember watching this week. Well then, <gasps> time for this. Laura, I've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you have a helm? I do have a helm. Is the helm warm right now? Uh huh. Do you want to maybe try and get rid of some of the warm right now? I would like to keep some of the warm out, please. I I hear there's more warm coming over. I'd like to keep it out. Try the anti-heat house tent. It's a big tinfoil tent you just pop over your house. Oh, so like to reflect the, the, sun. the sun away. Yeah. Okay, okay. That I see how that works. The sun hit it, reflect off because it's shiny, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and technically you become a small jacket potato. Or a large proportion of huh. jacket potato. Huh. Yeah, the tinfoil doesn't keep the jacket potato from cooking, does it? Ah, but it does help it cook evenly. Okay, so this isn't going to keep the house cool, but it will keep it evenly temperate. I guess. Well, I guess that means that the, the upstairs will be slightly less hot and downstairs will be slightly warmer. Even distribution of heat. Da, 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 da. Inside the boardroom of Supremacy Software. Hi. Hi. So, uh, we got, we got, we got a problem. Uh, yeah. We've got a problem. We, we've got a problem. I mean, I, I, I just had a bonus. What, 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 what could possibly be wrong? Well, uh, you know how both of us keep our, uh, you know, records of all the shitty stuff we do in that folder called Haha, we did shitty stuff to people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a meme folder. You click in there and go, ha ha ha, we did such shitty things. Yeah, here are my memes. Yeah. Here are my uh, folder of magic tricks. Here is. Uh, that sometimes is, is on my thumb drive. And here is my folder of all of the mean, terrible things I've done to people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, someone hacked our servers and is uh, posting stuff from the ha ha, we did shitty things folder. Oh. We need a plan. 
Okay. Uh, they used one of those AIs to generate all of that art. Oh yeah. So that uh, that uh, the memes AI generated. Yeah. Uh, the the long text post submissions of guilt. Uh, yeah. AI generated images. Absolutely. The I fed. 500 hours of um, uh, hypothetical bad hypothetical things. bad things into an AI and it spat out this apology. Exactly. Um, how about um, we say the hacker didn't steal these things from us, they're just made up. They wanted to pretend they could be a hacker so they could get a role in a cool 90s sci-fi movie right. and they don't actually know how to hack, they just lied about all this stuff. Right, right. So you're saying they sat in a room and someone projected numbers rolling across the screen onto their face. Yeah. Uh, while they just while they just wrote the a fake letter and put yeah, it online yeah, and were like, yeah. look, I totally hacked this from a company. You know, rather than just writing it themselves. You are a fucking genius. So are you. I know. So, oh, what have you... Put in your ears, your inmates. Oh, uh, we put music in our ears at the weekend, we but did. I, I might have to rely on you to tell me what we listen to. I can tell you what most of them are, but I can, I can, I can look up the ones that are on my phone rather than the ones we listen to on Spotify. The the ones on the phone will give us a starting point. Okay. <laughs> so we had high contrast, uh, emotional vampire. Oh, that's a good uh, track. It's, it's it's a great track. Uh, also, high contrast from the same album, uh, "The Road Goes On Forever," mm-hmm. and the Pendulum remix of "Voodoo People." Oh yeah, uh, that got us all up and dancing until I twisted my ankle on a hole in the grass. Oh no, that wasn't fun. Uh, first note is silent, featuring Tiesto, also from the same album, also by High Contrast. High Contrast are good. Yeah, he is. He's a good boy. At doing the music. Faint, my sunsets. Oh, That's, yeah. Um, you know Be- Beautiful track. Very floaty. It's it's a beautiful journey that one takes you on. Yeah. Very summery. Yes, perfect perfect for the summer. Yeah. Crystal Fighters, Love a Light. Nice. Uh, it's just a beautiful, really upbeat uh, bit of drum and bass. I'm a big fan. Uh, Indian Summer, uh, Govinda remix by David Starfire. Something a bit more chill. The Shy FX remix of uh, DJ Fresh's Gold Dust. Oh, yes. Yeah, we almost started on the regular Gold Dust. It's like, no, 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 let, allow me. It, it came on randomly and I was like, no, no, allow me to reggae <laughs> this slightly. DJ Fresh, PG Sian Evans, uh, Louder. It's It's... It's a weird track. It's only got one drop in it, but it and it takes a really long time it, to get there. It but. feels like the drop. It, it's a, it is a real like the the drop feels like it's hanging over you for a while. It it also feels like I, I know a few DJs that do a double drop, and I I feel like back spinning into a double drop would be perfect for that track. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Filthy kicks, Beauty and the Beasts. Oh, uh, Beauty Filthy kicks, Beauty and the Beats. Yeah, that's a good, it's a proper banger. Uh, the Father Funk remix of Gay Bar by Electric Sit. Electric Sit. Who doesn't love a bit of Gay Bar? It was Pride Weekend. Uh, Flux Pavilion, the international anthem. 
this international anthem. This international anthem. High contrast, Spectrum Analyzer. We got through a lot of high contrast. I mean, high contrast, yeah. <laughs> high contrast, high contrast, top notch. Yeah. Crafty Cuts, Feel Like Jumping, the Crossbow Remix. Oh, that's another dance floor starter. Bouncy, bouncy. Lovely bit of breaks there. Well, one I listened to during the week. Uh, MC Lars, download this song. Oh, yeah? Modstep and Party Squad, Rainbow. <gasps> Is that a rainbow I see above London Town? A rainbow? Probably not, there's been no bloody rain, it's a heatwave. Uh, Pavel Kuczynski, Alpha C. Mm-hmm. Wilkinson, Afterglow. Oh, that is... That is a really good end of the night, like, get a last little stomp out but be ready for bed afterwards kind of track. Oh, yes. Uh, Talpa going home. Talpa White Clouds, the Yotopia remix. Uh, Vibe Tribe and Spades, Music People. Yanivi versus Snow Informer. Informer, you know, said, I can be Snowy, I can blame a licky bum bum down. Technic Man's the same, I can be Snowy, stab someone down the lane, a licky bum bum down. And and you got to explain to a garden full of people what that song meant. Uh, yes! It's like, hello, allow me to uh, explain to you the gibberish I know the first two verses of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much everything. Well then, time for this. <laughs> Uh, hello. Uh, we're, we're, we're Bon Jovi. Uh, you're the Duffer bro- Brothers? My brother and I, uh, yes, we are the Duffer Brothers. Uh, we were really, really hoping you would possibly consider using some of our music in the new season of uh, Stranger Things. We wish us to use a platform in order to promote you. Uh, well, uh, yes, I mean, uh, look, our music doesn't sell as well as it used to, and, and uh, well, we saw what happened with Kate Bush uh, appearing in Kate season Bush four. Kate Bush is very and, special to us, you know. Well, uh, we're hoping that we could also be very special to you. You know, may- maybe maybe the, 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 the kids could be halfway to somewhere and really praying that they get there successfully in time. Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, living on a prayer. My brother and I will consider your request. You may leave now, John Bon Jovi. Consider that they could be holding hands and trying to get there together, and it could say, take my hand, I'll make it, I will make it, I swear. John Bon Jovi, you are starting to bother us. It is time to leave. Okay, 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 thank you, thank Send you. Send Vecna to get the Bon Jovi. Okay, 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 uh, what, what should we put in the AI next? Uh, I, I don't know, um, uh, Power Rangers, but, uh, where could we put them that would be silly? Uh, yeah, Thanos' butt. Ah, oh, Power Rangers and Thanos' butt. Okay, typing it in. Um, all right, we hit the thing. It's taking a minute, but that's fine. It's you know, so it's, long. I know, right? Like, I, I get it. It's got to, it's got to, and it generate stuff that can't be easy. Okay, there we go. Uh, right. So we got. Yep, that is that is. Yep, that, that is, is that is Power Rangers and Thanos' butt. Yep, I. Yep, that. Yep. I think that's Rita Repulsa actually. 
Ah, uh, yeah, I, that's, that, that is several different, but, what's that one at the bottom right? Uh, sorry, it's a little, the handwriting is a little hard to read. It, I think it says, help, they make me Photoshop things so fast. I'm not an AI, I'm a human, I can't Photoshop this fast. That's weird, right? That's, that's, that's not neither a power engine nor Thanos' butt. No. Uh, I guess AI can't be perfect quite yet. Okay. Just gotta make I little mess ups every now and then. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more Racial of? Racial Justice Warriors. Racial Justice Warriors? Yeah. Alright, Larry. Alright, Barry. How are you doing? Uh, I'm too fat for this river, mate. Oh, no. It's, uh, the heat really collects in some places, oh, right? Oh, it's collecting, I assure you. Uh, oh, you mean up to much? Uh, uh, lying, whimpering, occasionally spritzing myself with, with water and uh, whimpering some more. Yeah, he, yeah. you. Uh, you know, I've been, uh, I've, I've been, uh, been talking to some, some, some uh, autistic friends of mine about uh, how much they're struggling with the, uh, with the heat at the moment. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not. It's, it's, you know, there's a lot of groups for whom the, uh, the, the heat can be a lot for, and. Uh, Particularly, I know a lot of autistic people have been struggling with uh, a couple of aspects because uh, temperature regulation can be a bit difficult at the best of times for yeah, autistic people, yeah. which uh, isn't great when the temp when you know no one can regulate their temperature properly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, just from a sensory perspective, it is uh, it is a lot of inescapable bad sensory uh, information to not be able to get away from. Oh yeah, you know it's it's the, it's the heat. The stickiness, the humidity, the the thickness of the air while trying to breathe. Exactly, it's the having to have the fans on whether you want to or not for other sensory reasons. The feeling of bloatiness from having drunk so much water. Yeah, it's... knowing you need to. Exactly, it is. It is a cocktail of this is not my usual that just kind of clings and uh, you know, uh, you know, hot weather's uh, struggle for everyone, but there's. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, particular particular struggle for you know for some people who've got other things going on when the heat yeah. gets hot. Keep an eye on your neurodivergent friends, especially yeah. you know uh, your autistic friends and anyone who happens to be on uh, most SSRIs, I believe. Yeah, that too. Uh, uh, obviously, getting more more heat stroke. Make sure any uh, any any trans folks you know who are on the spiro are having enough uh, fluids. Uh, and of course, any uh, you know uh, anyone who happens to be wearing a binder, you know, making sure they are taking breaks from that. Exactly. Oh, mate, I'm uh, I'm frazzled. I'll be honest. Yeah, same, same. Well, I think I am going to go and get some fluids. Uh, would you like a sort of uh, friendly handshake from across? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, That's I about as much physical yeah. contact as oh, I can yeah, do right already now. Already sticky. Already sticky. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, have a, have a good one, mate. I might go and just sit in a cold bath for a bit. Oh, that sounds lovely, actually. Nice. So, Laura. Yes? We've recently unveiled the cover for Anne Book. We did. That book is uh, Who Hunts the Whale. It is. It's, it's about the video game industry doing a shitty treatment of people who work in it. and. Yeah. From that, that's from the perspective of someone who's on the inside of it all. Somebody who's right there in the boardroom. How how can people find out more about this? They what would you suggest? To, uh, they can, there will be a link in the in the description, but otherwise, it's unbound.com slash book slash whale. Uh, Laura, I understand that you are doing another book, which will be out in about three weeks. It's imminently releasing. Uh, August 18th, we're seeing the release of Me and My Dysphoria Monster. 
It's an illustrated children's picture book. The early reviews are real good. It's like at a 4.8 out of 5 average on Goodreads at the moment, which is uh, pretty good. There's one one star review which said bloody trans. Yeah. That's, that's its only like real real pull down on the score is bloody trans. Wow. Which yes, the book is bloody trans. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's bloody trans it is. Well, I'm, and I'm sure some people will probably find that to be a recommendation. Exactly. If I read that a book's bloody trans, I go, oh, hell yeah. Hell um, yeah, I found my people. Uh, other than that, you can find me at Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. What about you, Jane? Well, apparently the place I used to get all my unified branding from vanished without a trace. So now I have to use a link tree. So my link is linkter.ee slash janiac, J-A-N-E-I-A-C. You can find links to my Redbubble, that's janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get t-shirts such as A Very Relatable Horse, or the Neuro Spicy chart. How Neuro Spicy are you? Are you Neuro Lemon and Herb? Only we can find out. (laughs) There's also the new uh, Jungle Scorg t-shirt I just put up there, which is a reference to the old Junglist Movement t-shirt from the 90s. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, patreon.com slash Radio. That helps me justify my entire existence. And I could really use the existence help right now because the free software I used to use for video editing has suddenly become paid. And I don't know if I have time to learn DaVinci Resolve. Uh, so I might have to pay for it for a bit. Oops. Uh, I think that's everything, so Laura, yeah, will you sing us out, please, darling? Until next time, be a stranger. It's too warm. It's warm forever. Ah.